everybody! Welcome back for another episode, if not now when. And today, oh my god, I am so pumped to have my friend, my brother, Marcy go on the show. I'm so pumped. Yes, and, and thank you, you for having me. I can't wait. We're gonna have a lot of fun and go yes. deep have a deep dive. Get ready, people. Yes, and if you don't know Mark, you really should. Mark is someone I really admire. He is a visionary. He started his career in finance, and he generates so much success, over 350% growth in his portfolio, over $100 million. Wow. But then he had some health challenge, which inspired him to pivot. Then guess what? He left. He left everything. He's going to start his career in personal fitness. Wow. Because he wanted to bring the health to clients so they don't have to be through the same challenge that he did. And guess what? He helped his clients throughout over 10,000 pounds collectively. Oh, my God. 10,000 pounds. I can't even figure what does that look you like. You know what that is, actually? That's two <laughs> adult rhinoceroses. Oh my God, two adult guys. Mark, take two adult weights coming off his clients. That's incredible. With all the success, if you know Mark, you know he is not done. He wanted to create even bigger impact. And that inspired him to start his business with a quantum performance CBD that we are all here love today. Yeah. And he his business, his product to impact millions of people in the whole world. With that, I am so excited. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. And as I usually say on my shows, but this is nice to be on the other side, everyone start your watch parties, hit share, get the popcorn. If your kids are in virtual learning, send them in the room. And as far as Date with Destiny, which a lot of us are in the middle of right now, they're just doing a little bit of, I believe, a, a tapping exercise. And then there's going to be a break for a while. So get all your friends, come on in, and I'll join you back later again today for day five. But for now, we're going to hear talk with Wen. We're going to talk with myself, and we are just going to deliver value and go deep. Love it. Uh, so let's dive in, brother. Tell us all how all the magic come about. Okay, absolutely. So uh, I've become good at doing this in two minutes for networking calls. But what I'm going to do is stretch it out a little bit more, but not crazy long, because I want to give you a little bit of a background of 30 years, all compressed really tight with three focal points, and you'll get everything and we can just go from there and take questions and all that fun stuff. So basically, you know, I'm going to take it back to college. So I went to college in upstate New York, SUNY Brockport. I was a founder of Sigma Alpha Mu fraternity. We helped wow. start the largest founding group in the country of over 100 years with 64 guys. And then we brought it to over 125 within a year. And mind you, at that point, no one had over 40 people in the largest fraternity in the school. What so inspired we, you to start that? That's so, incredible. So it, it goes back to college. It's funny because I usually skip this part and start in finance world. But I even back then, you know, I went to the other groups and I saw them and met with them and talked. And I just wasn't feeling, it. you know, one group was all the jocks and one group was like the nerdy kids and one group was all the pretty boys. And we're like, well, why can't we just have a diverse group? 
I was always about diversity. I mean, I grew up in Staten Island, New York, and I know we're going to have some Staten Island people on here today. A very diverse group. I hung out with every race, color, creed. It didn't matter. Uh, even back then, I look back now, I was open to everyone. So we just wanted to start our own. And we had to go through looking at different organizations throughout the country, meeting with all their nationals. And we finally chose Sigma Alpha Mu. We liked what they stood for. We liked the charitable piece. We liked the diversity piece. And next thing you know, boom, we started it. So that was just a wonderful experience. I still have dear, dear friends that I talk to every day. I actually have a text thread with uh, six or seven guys that I've known for almost, God, I don't even know, probably 30 years about, 25, wow. 30 years, and we talk every day. So, you know, for me, it wasn't just like Animal House all the time. It was sometimes. <laughs> um, but we did deep, deep connections, which you know I'm all about. So mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy. I'm thinking about it as I'm saying it now, how that deepness of connection and how I always want love and connection as one of my significant, uh, I'm sorry, one of my six human needs, speaking mm -hmm. about all the Robin stuff, uh, I had it back then. So anyway, I go through college, everything's great. I get a business degree, uh, business management, a minor in marketing, and I said, okay, here we go, I'm gonna go to the big city and get my management job and my marketing job. And to tell you the truth, the funniest thing was, my mom happened to be at a party and some guy was there with the suspenders on and a big wad of $100 bills and a rubber band trying to be all full of himself. And uh, my wife, I'm sorry, my mom asked him, what do you do? And he said, I'm a stockbroker and I'm big and huge and great. And then she said, oh, my son just graduated. Maybe, you know, you could talk to him. Here's his card. Let him show up Monday. I'll give him a job. And that was it. Wow. So I went right into being a broker. <laughs> And again, we'll talk a little bit here and there, uh, you know, about people who, do you use that college experience? Do you use that piece of paper? Did you learn? Did it count? For me, college was about making friends. It was about growing up. It was about being independent. I got the piece of paper. I'll be very forward with you. I haven't used a thing that I learned in any of it, actually until later on in my career, which we'll get to. So I'm not going to sit here and say pro or con regarding college, but uh, you know, it isn't for everyone. I loved it. It was a great experience. Um, but I see now even people like Prince EA and uh, Gary V are pushing, you know, get a trade, get a service. You know, maybe it's not for everyone. If it is, great. If it's not, move along. You can do just fine. Go through the school of life. Beautiful. So anyway, I'm doing, you know, the brokerage thing. and Is that um, what you want? Yeah. You know, so in the beginning was what I wanted. It was the whole, you know, get the nice cars and the suits and the watches and how much money can we make in a day? And it was just money, money, money and mm -hmm. partying. And, you know, I say to everyone, the ongoing joke is that I lived the movie Boiler Room. I was like mm -hmm. Vin Diesel and my partner was like the other guy. Um and it was a crazy lifestyle, you know, make tons of money, make no money, owe money, make more money, spend it all, save it all. And it was just craziness. And I kept doing that for years throughout New York. And then I tried it in Florida. And then finally, it was time to grow up. So I went to a large bank in Manhattan and they gave me a book of like 20 to 23 million dollars. And they said, now you need to grow this book and get out there and basically just build it. And I did it. 
and I went right in. And I think for me, it came easy because of the relationships, because mm -hmm. of connection. You know, when someone sat down with me, it wasn't, hey, do this, do this, buy that, in five minutes, you're out. I went deep dive. Mm -hmm. I mean, I look back now, I think about coaching. I was doing it back then and fact finding. And, and that's how over a few years, I more than quadrupled or almost quintupled the book. And it was 350%. Yeah, it was over $100 million. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm thinking about it. And during this process, it's just eating and drinking and schmoozing and taking clients out. Um, we had a steakhouse slash seafood place that served great food and martinis. Docks. Oh, my God. Two doors over. Every single client. Every single time. And we just kept doing this and doing this and doing it. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, I'm like 260 pounds. I'm 45% body fat. I'm wearing like a 42 waist, like borrowing dad's clothes. And I'm like, whoa. So we go on vacation to Port St. Lucie, Florida. And I meet with uh, a guy in the gym. I was like, you know what, babe? I'm going to go catch a random quick workout at some local yokel gym. Didn't know one person. What a day passed. This guy comes up to me. Freddie, love you, brother. Still friends with him today. And I come in there, oh, I'm big. I pick things up. I put them down. And I'm like 265 pounds and, you know, just barely breathing. He's like, no, we're going to do battle ropes and kettlebells and tire flipping and box jumping, all plyometric body weight, which I obviously wasn't cardio ready for that. Mm -hmm. So P.S. over 20 minutes later, I'm laying on the floor, gasping for air, sweating, like, oh, my God, like, I, I'm going to die, I feel like. And that was my breakthrough aha moment where I said, what good is all this money and the watches and the suits and the cars and the clothes if I can't be alive? I had just got into the phase where I wanted to start having kids and being that active dad and playing ball. And it wasn't going to happen in that lifestyle. So talked to the fiance, I believe it was back then, and said, we're leaving. She's like, what? She worked across the street in the advertising agency, and I worked in the bank, and we wore our suits and skirt dresses and took the bus every day, worked 12 hours a day, and we moved to Port St. Lucie, Florida. Wait, let's <laughs> yep, that's go ahead. incredible. Let's take a second unpack the decision for a little bit. So for the moment that you're living that fancy life, right? You are yep. you know, having that part of your life and you yep. realize your health is in jeopardy. How do you make that decision to just leave? Like it's a, yeah, not an it, easy decision. It, no, it's, it was very difficult to do. And, you know, we had certainty. Again, for those who know the language that we're speaking here, we had the jobs with the money and the mm -hmm. salary and we could have stayed there for 20 years and retired and did the mm -hmm. whole thing. We just, you know, A, the, that workout really was an impetus. And then obviously it's scary. You know, look, you're leaving. We both had nice salaries and mm -hmm. commissions and I left to make zero, zero. So you leave without any job? Without zero, any job? zero. Wow. And it's insane. And, and and buy a house and start a new career. And then what's even funnier is, you know, I'm sitting there looking at myself and I'm like, who's going to hire a fat trainer from New York in this random town in Florida right now? So I need to work on myself. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, we need to eat. 
So one little story that a lot of people don't realize is that while the housing market was on fire, mm -hmm. I just adapted and said, you know what? What's hot right now? What's on fire? What's the trend? Real estate. So I said, all right, I don't have a real estate license. What's the next thing? Appraisals. Everyone's appraising houses because they're buying and selling and flipping them like crazy. And I said, all right, well, I don't have an appraisal license, but I know how to sell. I know how to talk to people. I know how to connect. So what I did was I started all about appraisals, which a lot of people don't know. And I just basically cold called literally all day and night to people to get clients, get overflow business. Then I reached out to other appraisers said, hey, you want some extra business? We do a fee split. You'll have more than you had yesterday. I'll have mm -hmm. some. You'll have some. Everybody's happy. So we start doing that with like one, two, three people maybe in the local area. P.S., before I know it, I have 16 appraisers in multiple states. Wow. And yeah. And if I tell you the funniest story I was just talking about the other day with my wife, I used to go literally sit at the pool with a bathing suit, a notepad, a pen, and my cell phone, and just call for hours on end doing call drives. Just, hi, all about appraisals. We're a great company. We offer the best customer service, best product, fastest turn time, great rates. And just do that until we had business. And we had business. We had some great business. And during that time, I had to go take care of my body now. Mm -hmm. Fast forward. Go Wait, ahead. I have a quick question. So yeah. at this point, you quit everything and yeah. because you want to live, right? Yeah. And Driving by that desire, you start as a appraisal business, which sounds like it's not written in your radar before. Now nope. in the cold calling, was this what you want at this point? What did you at uh, any point no. regret? Nope. The, the at this point, the appraisal business was the ends to the means, or the means Got to it. the end, actually. Saying it backwards. Yeah. You know, yeah. I figured, hey, I could listen, you have no idea. I used to literally have three phones sometimes lined up and do four, five, six hundred calls a day. Literally one dialing, waiting, picking up, going to the next one, right down the line. It was like a, a television show almost. And I figured that was easy for me to do. So again, that was the means to me. Now I can make money, take care of everything, start a family while mm -hmm. I'm working on my body. Mm -hmm. So during all that, I took like over 60 pounds off and wow. four clothing sizes and went from over 40% oh body fat down to 7.1. Wow. Now, yeah. It was like the best shape of my life. And mm -hmm. now we're like, I'm ready. Now I could do this. So That's now amazing. I start segueing out of appraisals into the personal training, getting there, getting there, getting there. Um, I'm, I'm curious at that point of time, you are not there yet. Right. Will yep. you ever fear? Will you ever yeah. oh, have the course. uncertainty thinking, this is the right choice. 100%. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke and say, you know, I had blinders on. I was totally focused. I went to bed smiling every night. I knew my vision. You know, <laughs> listen, all those people, you know, listen, we preach it. We hear it. We say it, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, living through it and talking about it or seeing <laughs> it on a seminar or an event is different. <laughs> and, yeah, of course, there was fear and I lived in scarcity. And, oh, my God. But at the end of the day, like the appraisal business ramped up pretty fast. I was making really good money. And I'm like, hey, I'm sitting poolside, getting a tan, <laughs> making calls, making money. You know, 
it was it was not it didn't suck and mm. while my body's getting in a great place and the, and the really great point of when the business was still going and now my body's where it wants to be i'm getting business coming in on autopilot and now i'm building my training business so i start building the training business at the end of the day mark siegel is not bigger than the giant biggest real estate correction in the planet and the history so appraisal companies stop choosing who they use and they third party blind assign them. So all my good vendors that would send me 10 orders a day, let's say now zero. So now I'm like, okay, now I don't have that income, but thank you God, because now my training income is starting. Now I turn the dial to connect, mm -hmm. get clients, help them, serve them, use this knowledge and poster board myself. This was me. This is me now. You want to look like this? What do you want to look like this? I want to look like this, Mark. Great. Sign up, <laughs> sign up for a year. And that was one thing I know I was always very, you know, a lot of trainers are into, oh, let me buy one session, buy two sessions, three. No, mm -hmm. I was like, you need to work with me for six months or a year mm -hmm. or I'm not taking you on. Mm -hmm. I was always a very all in, like mm -hmm. one of my uh, fraternity quotes is if you're not going to go all the way, then why go at all? Beautiful. And I brought that with me even to that. Mm -hmm. So I'm building and building and building. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, it's hard to fight history. And uh, I blatantly broadcast this to everyone. My house went down in value over 65%. And we're like, okay, so this wasn't what we signed up for. Uh, mm -hmm. to go buy a house and watch it go down 65%, watching lawns go three feet tall next to my house, people breaking in, stealing copper pipes because that was what people were doing back then. Mm -hmm. And it was just, uh, you know, insane. So mm -hmm. we, we had to make a choice. So I was happy with my choice of fitness, mm -hmm. but not there. And at this point, our hearts were always in New York because we grew up there and our family was there and what have you. So we said, you know what? Let's move back to New York. So wow. my wife was is like, yep, yeah, it was crazy. I still remember. She's like, what do you mean we're going back to New York? <laughs> you took me out of there. We just did all this. I'm like, you yeah. know what, babe? You're going to get the job back again or a better one, and I'll take my training into New York. We'll be fine. So P.S., I, I still never forget. I said, why don't you reach out to your old boss and see what's going on? P.S., he got promoted from CFO of – North American operations to global operations of an $8 billion ad company. One, two, three phone call, make a trip, offer, done, finish. She has a job like that. Mm. And working with her same boss who was amazing. amazing. So that's taken care of. Who am I going to work for? I said, don't worry about it. Let's just get back there. We get back there and I go to. I want to ask, do you always knew, Mark? Because at this point, it sounds like, you know, there's a appraisal business, there's a housing market, like all the challenging happened. You almost just always knew. You always knew it gonna work out. Do you always have that inner um, knowing? Yeah, you know what? I think I'm always fairly positive and optimistic, and you know, faith, grace, trust the process, believe in myself, and I always kind of said, you know, I will make it happen. It just doesn't matter. Like I still remember when I went on my first interview. And this guy's like, got to be 15 years younger than me, probably. And he's like, okay, I have about 20 minutes. So we're going to talk about the interview. So PS, two and a half hours later, and for those of you who know me, and he's like, all right, you got the job. 
and it was supposed to be like a three round job and yada, 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 this process. And they were like, all right, you got the job. So I had to start like eat my humble pie. And I was like, all right, what am I going to do? Where's my client base? We going to like, go get it. I said, all right, I'm going to go get it. So you have zero to zero, yeah, it's not over. zero, zero. So Man. I start in Long Island and I get a bunch of clients and I would offer one free session and a sit down of 30 minutes to 45 minutes of talking. And if you would not do both, I wouldn't even talk to you. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And then I got my first client and then I get very vocal and outgoing and train like right in the middle of the gym. So people could see what I'm doing. And I tried to do things a little differently and put music on and give prizes away. And then we started making t-shirts and we're marketing and branding and team Siegel. And this is already within a corporate behemoth. And then they're like, all right, you know what? We need to get this guy a management role. So the funniest thing I'll never forget, they said, you know what? All right, we're going to let him try the hardest club in the United States, Staten Island, where I'm from. So they said, if you can fix Staten Island, you will go places. I said, all right, let's go. Let's go to Staten Island. There was 16 different managers in, I want to say, 20-something years. It was ridiculous. Like every six months, it was a manager. No one made it more than six, seven months. It's just a hard, you know, aggressive crowd, smashing, clanking, breaking, steroids, just meathead kind of like <laughs> like Jersey Shore. No offense to anyone in Jersey, but I'm from Staten Island. And I trained some of the Jersey Shore people and the mob wives from Staten Island and all that stuff. But um, it's a hard crowd. Mm -hmm. So I go in there and I fire like almost everyone. What? Like, what the frick? And I had to rebuild it and rehire everyone. And then I got connected with this guy, Mark. Uh, and he was the manager. We had dual. He would be the general. I'd be on the fitness side. And we just blew it up, cleaned it up, staffed it up blew up the training, blew up the customer service to a new level, got recognized. Next thing you know, three months, six months, nine months. Oh my God, Mark's still here a year. And now I'm winning like top few managers of the country, trophies, CEOs coming down and meeting like, you know what, let's give you another club, uh, which was Bayonne, I think. Bayonne was this shiny box, but everyone left. So it went from making hundreds of thousands to negative hundreds of thousands. I went in, same thing, gutted the trainers, gutted half the staff, rebrought people in. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to perform or you're out of here. And then that's what we did. Cleaned it up. Next thing you know, it's another club. It's another club. It's another. Wow. Now I'm running a handful of clubs. I have over a dozen, two dozen trainers making someone else tons of money. Mm -hmm. and uh, wife is in the job in the city and everything is great. And, uh, you know, it's funny because we found ourselves getting back into the exact rut that we left the first time. Take the hour and a half bus ride in, go work 10 to 12 hours, go make someone else a lot of money, take the bus back, collapse, reset every day. Mm -hmm. Snow, cold, dirty, working, long hours, babies want to be with them. And mm. we were like, I want to be with the kids. Like, how did we get back into that lifestyle? And you slip back in. So what do we know? And what do we love? Let's go to Florida. 
So we go back to Florida. That's crazy. Yep. I love it. And I remember my wife is like, you're the research master. She's like, you go pick anywhere in Florida. And we were always partial to the Southeast Florida. So now we had to find the right development, the great schools with the right community, with access to I-95 and the turnpike and yada, 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 sun and the moon, everything had to align. So P.S., I somehow found that. And I remember <laughs> calling my parents and I'm like, I drilled it to the town of Jupiter. Then I drilled it to the school district. Then I drilled it to the development I want to live in, in there. Now one house for sale and there was one house for rent. And I called my parents. I'm like, get in your car, go drive down there, go take a look at it. If it's good, just cut them a check. I'll square you up. And they did it. And a couple of weeks later, boom, we're in there. We're in Jupiter. It's amazing. Now what? Um, so now, as far as I'm concerned, now I'm this personal trainer. I have lots of knowledge. I took thousands of pounds off people. Mm -hmm. I'm done doing this for someone else. It's my turn. Now I think is where the entrepreneurial part really starts mm -hmm. to kick in and pour in more. Um, you know, I remember saying, I, I went to this, I remember interviewing at all the gyms around here and in, in short way, not to come from significance, they all told me like, you should be running six of our clubs. So we don't really have work for you because you know mm -hmm. it, it's just your pay grade is beyond that per se mm -hmm. so i said you know what i went to this little club that had a lot of silver sneakers where they trained a lot of the elderly people which i'm very happy to do and a lot of my other trainers i think that was one of the things that i did they were like ah 70 years old they can't work out i don't want to train them why they have issues they need quality of life they show up for their sessions they pay for their sessions they didn't get hung over the night before and say, oh, I can't make it in. Oh, it's little Johnny soccer practice. I can't come for a week. Oh, I'm going on the cruise. They come. They show up, and I did that. And next thing you know, I'm training, like, all the old people in the entire gym, and I'm, like, the old wow. specialist guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then finally getting to, you know, one of my favorite points where we talk a lot about is, you know, we're down here and I'm working and she's working and everything's going fine. And I said, uh, I want to meet with Tony Robbins. And that's where it all started two years ago this week. And I remember going to date with destiny 2018, which is so funny because I just posted the video this morning, you know, like Facebook two years ago today. And it was me at 11 o'clock at night, jumping mm -hmm. up and down. My eyeballs look like they're going to pop out of my head mm -hmm. and um, just dancing, going crazy with thousands of people. And then finally I get to go talk to him and I tell him the whole story, you know, the shortened version of it. I took 10,000 pounds off people and I'm like, wow, this is great. And you know, everyone's usually like, Oh my God, that's so amazing. And he kind of looked at me and was like, you know, yeah, that's basically, that's cute, Mark, but how are you going to help millions of people? And then it was like, and I said, you know, I was thinking about starting a CBD line because that would complement the personal training. They're already in pain. Maybe now I can help them. That could be scalable. And he was all about it. Yeah. Yep. That, that's actually the first product we ever made, version, different label, 
Um, and big shout out to Rebecca Keat and Siri Lindley, because I think that was the first thing that I put on their body in that whole community of anything. And that's where it all started. But uh, yeah, I was talking to him and full disclosure, he didn't invest or not a partner, but just gave me the push over the edge and some nuggets of knowledge and inspiration. And within days I was, you know, signing up for business mastery. And then I learned how to form the business and then I'm traveling around the country, going to labs and farms and touching and feeling. And I had the PT client base. So I'm sampling and, Hey, try this. This is too drippy. This doesn't smell good. This doesn't taste right. And we just tweaked it. And then finally in UPW, um, Los Angeles on March 13th of 19 on my anniversary with my beautiful wife. And I fly my best friend in from New Jersey. It's his birthday. So the three of us go to this event. We've never been. We walk on fire, which is a whole other conversation for those of you who know it or didn't. And we were in Tony's lane and he walked us off and it was like magical and crazy. And then that day, we launched Quantum Performance CBD, and I remember just giving it out to like people everywhere, just celebrities and athletes and movie stars and politicians, and that was it. It just organically went, and everyone started using it, and I started going to more events, and I started really my journey of personal development, deep dive into myself, and uh, you know that's kind of where we're at. I mean, again, uh, it's been over, I don't even know. I think this is my 12th or 13th event in a couple of years. Um, I've done UPW in, re, in real life. It's funny. In person a few times. I've done it virtually a few times. I've done business mastery f- three times uh, in live settings. And I'm the only winner to win twice and within one year ever in history. Uh, and both in amazing fashions. Um, and now this is my third date with destiny that I'm participating in right now. And, uh, I'm just blessed and grateful and it's a crazy ride and it's not over yet because everyone knows, everyone knows me. Thank you. And, uh, I'm ready to push harder. You know, I still learn, uh, I look at my notebooks in the other room and I was just writing, 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 you know, it's funny. My kids kind of, you know, now they get to see us doing this because, we're not in West Palm Beach. I'm in my living room. And they're like, what are you writing? Dad, what are you writing, writing, writing? You know, I showed some of it to my older son. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, yeah, but you know this stuff, Dad. Yeah, right. We get it. Like, you know, what are you writing all of this? And I started explaining to him, you know, when you write it, it gets into your mind. It gets into your body. And I'm still learning. You know, I always learn. I learned from you. I learned from Blanco, who just came on. Uh, Platts, uh, love Maria. This is my Staten Island girl. Uh, you know, I, I learned from everyone. I learned from Camille. I, I, I learned Beautiful. from people that I just talked to on Facebook Messenger. I learned from my kids. Life is all about learning. And the second you think you have it all figured out, you know, you just you don't. So Beautiful. yeah. I love that journey, Mark. It's so beautiful. You really pivot and reinvent yourself over and over again. And at this point, I'm curious, Mark, what drives you? What keeps you going? What gave you so much passion, so much love in whatever you do? Because it sounds like everything you touch are just beautifully success, and you're ready to move on the next. And you never said that we always keep pushing. 
What yeah. drives you? What drives me? So I'll go back to, you know, it's funny, all the way back to brokerage. You know, I thought mm-hmm. what the world told me was go get lots of money, go have power. You know, I watch movies like Wall Street, the original, you know, before, not the Wolf of Wall Street, but yeah. like, you know, Michael Douglas, <laughs> whatever, Charlie Sheen, you know, and it was greed, greed is good, go, go, go. And I just mm-hmm. remember, you know, listen, I say it straight. I didn't come from a lot of money, um, but we were happy. And one thing my parents always instilled in us was whatever you're doing, be happy. Because, you know, I know a lot of people, and again, not to keep quoting Tony, but we're on that mode and we're in date with destiny. Success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Mm-hmm. So success looks different to different people. You know, I didn't make millions of dollars, but I did okay. You know, I was always one to listen. I, I want a roof overhead. We have a couple cars. We go on vacations. We, our kids don't want for pretty much anything. Um, and we're happy as long as we're healthy and happy and doing that. So, you know, in the beginning, it was my paradigm shift changed. You know, in, in the beginning, it was money, 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 money. And that's what drove me. And I got it. I had it. I lost it. I spent it. And I saved it. And I had nothing. I mean, it was just the most roller coaster lifestyle that I couldn't take. And then when I finally had it at the bank, it's like, okay, you have all the money, but my body. And that's what drove me. Then I changed my passion. It was like, got to get this body right. You only have one body. Like, mm-hmm. why? I don't want to be that guy who, like, you know, like my friends my age right now, shit. They can't even like walk up and down stairs, my back, my neck, my this, my that. You know, I went into schoolyards in New York and mm-hmm. played pickup football on concrete basketball court. <laughs> and like, I still remember we would go in and when I pick my kids up and, you know, I'd be like, hey, how many kids are here? And they're like, oh, no. and I was like, get eight kids together. And I'd be the official quarterback. And we play four and four football on a basketball court or in a hopscotch thing on concrete. And it's crazy. And I'll never forget. I would look over and see like moms and dads like on their phone, stuff in their face, uh, complaining, doing Facebook or Instagram, whatever. And I'm like, don't these people want to play with their kids? Don't these people want to be active? So, you know, I was always about passion. Passion was first with money. Then passion was with my body. Then, again, over these past few years, learning about growth and serving and contributing. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't always this, you know, holistic, giving, helping, healing, charitable person, uh, not saying right, right, wrong, or indifferent. And I used to give to charity here and there. And, you know, we've done various uh, events and, mm-hmm. you know, do some volunteer work. But I've done more charity now in the past few years than I have in decades. So, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, from here, drive, passion, loving what I do. And that's what keeps me going um, so beautiful. every day. So beautiful, Mar. I I really love that you have such a beautiful heart, and I think everything you do, you touch. You always want to serve. I think that's just so beautiful and really inspired me and many other people who are watching today. 
Um, I'm curious, you know, Mark, we talk about entrepreneurial journey and obviously you have achieved so many successes in multiple different uh, pivot points. I'm curious, is there any failure that can come in your mind that you can think of? Because I think we all talk about success so much, nobody really sure about failure, which essentially is a stepping stone to success. I'm curious, is there any one yeah. event or, you know, challenges that really as a tough, challenging and could be a failure that how do you overcome that and become who you are? Yeah. And I'll preface with, you know, it's funny. There wasn't like a specific, okay, by the way, I tried this business and that failed, but mm -hmm. it was more along the lines of failure at each of those stepping stones. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up everybody and say, you know, when I got that <laughs> job out of college, I just picked up the phone and money came flying out of it. You know, mm -hmm. I legit remember making a few hundred bucks a week only and living in my parents' house again. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm in my 20s and I'm post-college and I'm making no money and I'm living there. And you're like, it's it's a humbling experience, mm -hmm. you know, and I chose from that pain mm -hmm. to make it drive me rather than crush me. So, you know, in the beginning, it, that was a failure to me having to go home and, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't get that place in the city and, didn't start making that crazy money right away. So, you know, that was a big failure and I had to go through that, um, you know, in the beginning with the personal training, you know, days of working 10 hours a day and making hardly any money because you didn't pick up a client or you didn't hit your numbers or, you know, something like that. Those were failures, but each little mini failure, I was always a very big, uh, you know, you could lose the battle, but as long as you win the war kind of guy. Oh, I love that. Thanks. Yeah. I always pick that up somewhere because, you know, you get these little battles like almost daily in your life and mm -hmm. or weekly, monthly at a minimum. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's hard. So mm -hmm. the question is, again, you know, do you lay down or do you fight through it? <laughs> you know, walking through all of that, even with the CBD. Look, again, mm -hmm. just because I went and spoke to Tony and went to an event, you know, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean I click my heels and all of a sudden, poof, you know, I'm mm -hmm. the best CBD around and everyone on the planet is using it. It was hard. It was work. It was traveling. It was promoting, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I didn't have that bankroll. I, I, I didn't have that angel investor. And what's ironic is once it was finally offered to me fairly early in the game, I turned it all down. If I tell you how many people, you know what you need, Mark? You need this. You need this money. You need me as your partner. You need this marketing campaign. You need this girl modeling going, hey, buy this. Or you need this athlete. To I spent zero marketing dollars to date mm -hmm. on my company right now. And actually, I'll give a big shout out to Blanca because now she's changing that. So thank you for coming into my life because now you're going to help spread this message and this brand and help heal more people. Uh, and now we're slowly going to go that way because mm -hmm. to bring up and segue into maybe something we could talk about a lot of people probably mm -hmm. want to hear. And we all heard the word pivot mm -hmm. a million times during COVID. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important. And to just keep rambling on and tell me at any point to stop because I have so much that I want to share with everybody <laughs> is I'll never forget Pete Vargas, the Rise Up Challenge in mm -hmm. like April or May. Yep. He came out and gave like 27 days of amazing speakers every single day. 
and just mm-hmm. added value, like beyond belief. And you know, Tony's always like, add value, add value. Mm-hmm. But this guy was bringing the like everything mm-hmm. for free and every day, pivot, 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 pivot. And you know, I started realizing that we're doing business a different way now. You know, it wasn't like, you know, just to jump backwards in January of this year, you know, when everyone's like, COVID was just the most terrible year. You know, everything is horrible. 2020 is evil. I had the most amazing first quarter of 2020. It was like magical out of a movie. I mean, I won business mastery in Palm Beach. I put a team of 400 people together when the average team is 20, 30 people. We raised 50,000, I'm sorry, 40 something thousand for Australian wildlife. And I went to go up on stage and then Tony gives me the mic and I speak to everyone. And I thank him for, you know, helping me be a better husband, being a better father and starting a business that served more people that year than the past 10 years of training. Then the following month, I went to his birthday and I watched over $18 million get raised for Operation Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. I met great people. I deepened my connections more. Uh, I traveled to Texas, to Cali, to Vegas and did events, met with rock stars, literally like musicians and Mm -hmm. athletes. And it was just like you, you couldn't even make it up. And then, bam, all show. I was in Texas. I was in your home state hanging out with Raf, our brother. What mm-hmm. up, Raf? Um, and like the next day, like everything shut down. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I think they shut it down on our anniversary, March 13th of this year. So what a difference a year made. March 13th, 19th, I'm launching my company. I'm mm-hmm. walking on fire. I'm hanging out with athletes and stars. And a year later, I'm locked in my house. Now what? So we had a pivot. But the point of all that was, Pivot the marketing, pivot the the way you do it. And our dear friend who's crewing right now, Jen Dalton, you know, I say she and Pete Vargas are my two inspirations to starting Quantum Cast. I'm watching Jen just interviewing people left and right and adding value and doing this. And again, I learn from her. And she calls me her big brother and I'm her little. She's my little sister and, you know, age is irrelevant. You could always learn from anyone. And I'm watching her do this. And I'm like, wow, maybe I should do this. So I still remember I, I go on Facebook. I'm like, hey, if I do this like podcast, webcast thing, would anybody want to come on my show? Bang. In like five minutes, I was booked for three months out. And then <laughs> during the next few months, I was booked for the rest of the year. And it was amazing. And we had a pivot. So I pivoted that. And then I took the time of if I can't be at events, if I can't be traveling, if I can't be at fighting tournaments, if I can't be at all these things, I have to do it at home. So what do we do? We change the website, we change the labels, we engage with SMS marketing, we uh, change the product offerings a little, we added some product offerings and it just started changing. And next thing you know, what went from amazing to crushed, pivoting, learning, growing, People are all getting anxiety and can't sleep and they're depressed. So now the topicals are coming back. Now the gyms are opening. The triathletes are competing. The Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighters are going. It's going, going, going. And then, you know, Business Mastery came again. And without going into a whole long story, did it again. Raised over $55,000 for the homeless. Saved 30 children from human trafficking. And won again. And then that was just... Boom. It just filled my heart. 
and business got spiked up again. And a fun fact, random, whatever you want to call it, I bring this up on a lot of calls, is wouldn't you know that in January and August, when I gave my most, 45000 in the first one and fifty five in the second one, I had the best months of business. So for those of wow. you who believe, you know, when you give, you will get back. In those two events alone, I was a contributor of over $100,000 of charity. And wouldn't you find it coincidental that those were my two best months of the year? So, so beautiful. Thank you. So, yeah, you know, that's where we are. And, you know, now I feel like it was going the other way a little bit. Uh, listen, I'm an open book. I tell you good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, you know, COVID starting to spread a little more. And I usually stay away from COVID and politics on all podcasts. Uh, so we're not going to really get into that. But, you know, I'm even thinking of more repivoting again. It's getting hotter again. Million point three cases in Texas. You're number one. Cali's number two. We are now number three. I was supposed to be there a few days ago. I hang out with my father who's in his 70s. I hang out with my son who's asthmatic. I can't really be partying in Austin, which I would love to, and hang out with you and Deepak and Goulet and Sweet and everywhere I'm sure I'm forgetting and go to Salt Lake Barbecue and then go to Dallas and hang out with Roth and Dave Betnick and all of our great family. But at the end of the day, I have to make a judgment call. So now, okay, I'm going to reach less people. So I get with people like Blanca and we start doing social media campaign and I get with people like the Happy Neighborhood Project. I went on one networking call. I spoke for 10 minutes and then the guy reaches out to me. He's like, you got to be in this. You got to be in this. You got to be the co-host of South Florida, please. I must have been on three calls and each week there's a competition for who brings the most people. Well, who do you think did that? Again. So now my goal is let double the size of that call. There's 40, 50 people actively on it every Wednesday, 10 to 11 a.m. Let's get 100 people on. And I will preface with this is not a monetary position. I don't make money from it. I don't get paid to promote it. But I am now pivoting and connecting, going back all the way to growth, love, and connection. My number one need is love and connection. Beautiful. I want it from my kids. I want it from my wife. I want it from my friends. I want it from my community. And now as this healing journey keeps going on, and those of you who know the pink shirt that I always wear that I think you used in the ad, my purpose is to help heal the world one person at a time. So now we just keep going and however we could do that. And my donor advised fund is being set up. It's been a little delay because of COVID, um, but we're gonna have Operation Underground Railroad, Feeding America, Pediatric Cancer, Cystic Fibrosis, uh, and Epilepsy in the fund. So we can have five different charities that anyone at any point can give to that all tax deductible, they'll take care of all the legalese, they have someone running my fund, and I could just keep giving while I keep growing. Wow. 
So beautiful, brother. You have such a beautiful heart. I think everyone, including myself, listening, just cannot cannot help but just fall in love with your mission and with you know how you want to heal the world and impacting all those nonprofit that you choose, which is amazing. My last question for you, Mark, is you know you pivot a million times past two three years, right? What do you want? Where, where are you going? What does ultimate success look like for you? It's funny you ask that because we had to start writing this over the past few days. You know, what is a, what is amazing life? What does extraordinary life look like? So I'll leave the whole, you know, actually I won't leave any of it out. As far as with my wife, uh, actually, I'll tell you this. How's this for my primary question? How can I achieve more abundance and passion while serving others? So that's my new primary question. And where do I go from here? I want quantum to now help tens of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. I want quantum to help millions of people. I want my family relationship to be stronger. I want my connection with my people and my community to be stronger. Uh, As far as specifics, you will see a new product coming out tomorrow, I believe, which you already and your husband actually is probably one of the first people, the CBD with CBN, and I think the Sleepy, the chocolate mint one, mm. which as we know by your Woot watch uh, is very effective for REM sleep. And uh, I believe Camille who's on here also said she usually sleeps about two, three hours a night and within a day or two was sleeping eight hours. So wow. gonna make a big push on that because I feel that people are not sleeping well now. Uh, I don't know why I just had this vision the other night and it's funny, ironically talking about sleep product and I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, you know, people are probably stressed out. Like no one's sleeping. Everyone has anxiety. And a lot of people, you know, when I was putting together data for um, a social media campaign, just reading all of the studies, you know, everyone has anxiety, everyone's depression and all of that causes sleeplessness. And then all of a sudden, if you don't sleep right, then you have muscular pain. So then if you have muscular pain, you can use my spray and you can use my roll-on. And, you know, so I really think there's going to be a bigger focus on stories, you know, people like your husband. And again, not to keep sharing, please tell me if you want me to stop. You okay. me open it up already. Uh, you know, someone who's like, ah, I don't know, maybe this doesn't work. I'm not sure. And it works. That's got to be affecting his business life because he's a great trader. So he can be sharper and more rested. That's got to affect how he interacts with you, that interacts with coworkers, that interacts with friends. So I'm really going to make a more organic push on how it's really helping heal people. Um, As far as the webcast, which I put a pause on for a little while, it's going to be reshuffled and shaked around a little and back in January. Uh, as far as my coaching company, which I've been speaking about forever, and I will say that was one of the things that I should have started, and I have no one else to blame but myself, uh, but I've had a lot of things going on in the past few months, but that should be coming soon because you know I want to take it to the next level of connecting and helping people, especially when I had someone the other day just say to me, you know, I don't think you understand, Mark. Even just hearing your voice is healing to me. And that almost made me cry hearing that. And I was like, wow. I was like, really? 
I said, we didn't do like a session. And again, I've been coaching people looking back. I coached with finance for a decade. I coached with training for a decade. Now with this whole holistic CBD, grateful gratitude, coaching mindset, background knowledge, I need to just harness all of that and just spread it. So yeah, you're going to see a lot more things. You're going to see another company. You're going to see repurposed webcasts. You're going to see more of the CBD everywhere. And uh, again, just really help fulfill my purpose to help heal the world one person at a time. Oh my God, brother. So beautiful. I love you have such a big heart and everything you do, everything you touch is all aligned. Um, such a just so beautiful. I am just so honored and I love whatever said hear your voice is you know suing and coming and just re I, I felt such an honor to have this chance today to hear your voice, hear your beautiful story, see your amazing face, and just understanding how you have such a beautiful heart and how that helped you pivot and pivot and pivot again. And I have no doubt in mind, you're going to be so successful. And oh my God, it's such a beautiful, I'm so, so grateful for you. Come on today, share uh, your journey. My pleasure. Look, I'm sending the light to you right now. Literally, <laughs> you can see your face this, as you're saying that, like the light is coming down. It's awesome. No, thank you. <laughs> it's my pleasure. And again, you know, I love doing this because, you know, I want people to really understand that I don't do things like this out of significance. I do this because I want to help share my message. So you know, I want people to overcome. I want people like we go on these pages with 5,000 people, 10,000 people. I mean, even the comeback challenge page has like 295,000 people on it. Mm -hmm. And you see these like, how do I do this? How do I start that? I don't even know. Maybe what, what's right. I should do it. If I had one piece of advice to wrap all of this up with a bow is find your why, find your purpose. I don't care if you're 20 or 40 or 70, I'm divorced, I'm fat, I'm old, I live here, I live there, I don't know, I don't have the education in this or mm -hmm. training, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. First, figure out what you wanna do, what lights you up. How do you get out of bed and like, like I'm on fire. Like, again, <laughs> this isn't an act. You've hung out with me off camera plenty of times and you know, like, this is how I am. Like, I'm on fire. I, I'm like pretty much most of the time smiling, laughing. Hard. I'm not going to blow smoke again and say I never get mad and never have an argument. But again, you know, and I know I'm sorry I keep saying the end, but this is another key point I want to bring up because a lot of people ask me, how do I stay like that? How are you always in this amazing state, per se? And it all goes back to the rituals. And you and I both know from, you know, I'm looking at my Think and Grow Rich book over there and Magic yes. of Believing and Not Winning the Devil. You know, all these successful people have rituals. I don't care who you talk to. Every successful person, again, whether it's a billionaire or it's someone who doesn't have a lot of the money but did the service or did the charity or did the mission, they all have their rituals. And my ritual begins every morning playing with my awesome little dog in the bed for a minute or two. Oh. Then I do my priming. No ifs, ands, or buts. Then after I thought of three things I was grateful for, after I thought of the healing light, after I thought of three things I'm going to do and see them as done, 
when I walk out into my living room, out of the building, the building, the house, uh, to go to the world, I'm like at a level 14 of happiness. So if I bicker with my wife or my kids or something's wrong with work, you know, maybe I get knocked down three, four notches, I'm at a 10 versus someone you who ready. Up, I'm ready. I'm ready no matter what. You know, if you wake up at like a seven and you're like, oh, I got to go to work, shit, this sucks. And then all of a sudden you stub your toe and you yell at your husband and you, da, 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 you know, you get knocked. If you get knocked down, now you're a three or four. Who the hell wants to interact with a three or a four all day? That you want to date a three or four. Right, exactly. Who wants to date a three or a four? Nobody. So I, I, I will say that is start your day right. And lastly, I'm even just starting now, finally, for the first time, I'm actually bookending it with a, a night type meditation, not really a full exact priming, and I'm putting it together as it's evolving, but I've been doing some master co things who will actually be on in a few hours live. Um, I've been actually downloading all of the playlists over the years, and I've been getting some songs and putting them together. Even if it's just like five minutes take to just decompress, think about what you did, what you didn't do, what you accomplished, and then go back into that gratitude state and then just go to sleep and take your CBD and you'll sleep perfectly. <laughs> so I listen, I sleep like a baby. So, you know, uh, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's it. So uh, again, thank you for having me on. This was an honor and a pleasure. And for everyone watching, thank you, Jeff and Cheryl and Blanca and Camille and Maria. And sorry, I didn't give you more notice. Uh, I've been just disconnected uh, with pre recent events and in the middle of date with destiny. So please, everyone, again, not for me, share this with people that can learn something. Take some nuggets out of this. Really pay heed of what I say. And I'd be happy to connect with anyone on here at any capacity to help share or just if you need an ear or shoulder, you want to bounce an idea off me. It's not, you know, it's about anything. It's personal. It's business. It's anything you want. I am here for you. And thank you. And again, I can't wait to see you soon. Well, I don't know who's coming first, whether I'm going to Texas or you're coming to Florida, or maybe yes. when we'll pick a random state that's not so hot and we'll meet there. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean hot in weather because I know you just got back from Aruba, which I'm jealous. Um, oh, Dave Betnick, now you're tuning in. You have to catch the replay, my brother. But again, there's my uh, you know Dallas brother from Texas. I wish I was there watching with you right now. Um, I'm sorry I can't, but we will all see each other soon. I love you all. I'm here to serve. And thank you again for having me on. Thank you so much, Mario. Have a magical day, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Mario is amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm so grateful for your inspiration. Have a magical day. Bye, thank guys. you so much. Take care.